Welcome to the Resilient AF Podcast. I'm Alex Fresh. I'm Amelia Jackson. And I'm Bennett Knows. We believe everything vibrates at a certain frequency, and we're here to raise the vibration. You'll hear stories of incredible resilience, manifestation, and what to do when you find that even resilience has a toll. Because a bitch is tired, honey. I don't even think I've recovered from last weekend. Oh no. my gosh. Well, not this neither. last weekend, the weekend before. Yeah. Like we, last weekend took it all out of me. I haven't had energy all all week no, for yeah. real. Like it was rough week. I'm just tired all the time because of my schedule. And then we went hard last week, so I've been dead ever since. Yeah, because <laughs> well. I feel like the recovery time is like a good solid week for me. Like five business days. Yep, okay, Bennett, <laughs> what's your peak and pit for the week? Let's kick it off. So let's just jump right into it. I would say my pit is definitely seeing the photos that we took from last weekend. <laughs> um, after we went to Queen Herbie, we ended up going to a few bars, but we went to the W and me, Amelia and Alex, we had <laughs> a full on photo shoot in the middle <laughs> of the lobby like nobody was there Oh, we were posing left and right oh we probably God. were posing for like 10 minutes how we embarrassing were in, we were in our own little world no and sure. like <laughs> we were posing like we were some bad bitches we like, are though. we are like we are. party's fucking there right? no for sure <laughs> like model-esque though like <laughs> really though and then so cringe and then there were terrible photos I mean they beyond horrendous beyond like my friend was taking these videos and pictures of us and like she was good just us we weren't Horrible. we were not good horrible oh God, they disgusting. were <laughs> like what so i said i sent them to them and they were like do not post these i'm like well duh <laughs> <laughs> like, please you don't have to tell me twice it was tragic like, yeah tragic so that's definitely my pit which is unfortunate because yeah. we were feeling ourselves that's so, why i'm yeah. like thinking like from outside perspective of people i wonder what they saw and they were like oh my god these people but you know what like, i'm very self-conscious about does. like you know not making a fool of myself so i don't feel like a lot of people were even paying attention because i was looking around there was a group of people staring at us and oh, i'm like no. at the time at the them. time i'm like oh look at them they're checking us out because we're super hot it was like we were celebrities in that bitch taking photo, yeah. photo shoot fresh oh, no they were looking at us because we were we, fools we no. looked like fools for real oh my god that's so embarrassing yeah okay. even the video watching the video is horrible so where's that yeah. thing from men in black that, where you don't that, have yeah. you know every step from my memory i don't want to remember that at all exactly exactly so that is definitely my pit my peak for the week is i haven't had a peak this week oh yeah. i know a lot of times we're like damn we shouldn't have pits sometimes because you know not everything has to be sad or bad but mm -hmm. not everything has to be good yeah either. yeah yeah, like, yeah. i actually don't think know, i've had a peak one that's you know, fine i'm happy to be alive there you go there you go that's Period. your peak you're yeah. alive you're alive and kicking all right e um, okay, well, now that's kind of my pit, Bennett, because those pictures were absolutely horrendous and made me so fucking self-conscious. <laughs> like coming I with looked, the same pit? No, I'm not. I was just saying, like, it looked like we were meant to be drooling. It just looked horrible. Like, it was beyond... So bad. Beyond bad. Like, embarrassing. I it was embarrassing, though. No, like, that's, like, the kind of thing that people hack when we get famous. People will hack our iCloud and put those pictures out. Okay, at least, though, Amelia, out of all of them, you were pretty much good in most of them me and Bennett were tragic in all of them. No, it was so bad. All of us, just it, so bad. Um, so my pit this week, I got my hair braided. Yep. And I was looking at all the TikToks and I was like, oh my God, these melanated queens. Like I'm gonna be one of them. Give it Janet Jackson, yeah. poetic justice. Um, yeah, no. So then the girls, after six hours of me sitting there, mm -hmm. six hours, she goes, Oh, you're done. And then I look in the mirror and she goes, Do you love it? I look and I almost started crying. I was like, What the what? fuck is this? Like this is just not what I envisioned. I what? did not want these at all. What did you this not is, show her pictures? I did. That's the thing is I did show her pictures and it's not like the pictures at all. And of course I paid her and tipped her very nicely and I'm never going to go back and I'm going to take out my braids as soon as we get home. So you did this last time. Did I with what? Braids. Did I? Did I have braids? I think so too. You what did. did I have? I don't yes. know. Oh yes, I got done, my braids got done. Him, and then took them out the next day. Yeah, but that was, I was willing to take an L on $90. These were not $90. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Because I feel like I look like a white girl that went to Mexico and got her hair braided. What's different <laughs> than the picture you showed? <laughs> um, there's there was a no black girl. Okay. 
I just, I feel like I look like that one girl, Rachel, that pretended she was black. Oh, I was literally looking her up to say that. <laughs> I look like that bitch. Like I really do. Oh and it's God. fucked up because I am black. So I should look like I'm okay wearing these. I was supposed to have more curlies. It's just not giving what it was supposed to give. And so I'm very upset. And now I have to take out my hair. Holy shit. We need to find you someone who can braid. Seriously. I need to find someone. Wait, I know. Was somebody. it a white girl or a black girl? No, it was a, it was a black girl. And I went down south for this shit too. So it's oh, like. Oh, you went to Compton. I went to Kent. Mm, no. You should have went a little further. That's, I should have went a little further. Okay. <laughs> Don't stop at Kent. Go straight to Tacoma. Go straight to Tacompton. <laughs> I should have. No. So that's my pit. Um, my peak will be when I take them out because oh this just, yeah, this is this not. This must be a peak from like your previous week. Yeah. I mean, I just like Bennett. I don't really have like a huge one. I mean, I've been more motivated for work. So I feel like I'm not as depressed anymore. I feel like I'm getting better. Good. Yeah. I feel like I'm acting a little bit more myself now as of this month. So there's my peak. Okay. We love that. Yeah. Well, my pit is, you know, parenting is hard sometimes. And I was thinking about this a lot. So me and my son's father kind of made him break up with his girlfriend. Oh, no. Because she wasn't being the nicest. And it was just really tough because if anybody knows my son, they know how sensitive he is because he's a triple cancer, sun, moon, rising. Mm -hmm. So he's very sensitive, very emotional, just loves hard, loves deep, and loves all, right? So he was very sad that we were making him do this, but she's not in his best interest, so. Why would she do? She just was, you know, starting rumors and like not talking to him and just not trusting him, believing him. At this age? I know, it's giving I, real messy early. I was gonna say, that's a toxic girly. <laughs> yeah. Already? No, very. When she's 16. Oh my. Yeah. Oh my God. No, I know. Yeah. So the things that he was telling me, I'm like, I think it's time to like call it quits. So I talked to his dad and his dad agreed. So, you know, after he broke up with her, she was still being nasty. And I think it was for the best, but it was my pit because like, I just had to see my son sad and I don't like that. But I was glad that I was there for him and I was able to give him guidance and help him along the way. And he felt better. So. And he'll know how to be treated moving forward. And we'll let yeah. these snotty nose girls talk about him mm -hmm. at school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're starting some nasty rumors. Toxica. So oh my, my, gosh. my peak though, I guess a couple things. Just my divorce should be final soon. Okay, good. I, I mean, maybe I'm jinxing it, but it really should be final soon. Yeah. So cannot wait to actually be single, single and kind of ready to mingle. Because mm -hmm. I'm kind of not. Love but that. anyway, this is my peak. I was driving with Jax in the car yesterday and I'm like, these are the type of moments where sometimes I just do not really look forward to driving around from place to place and hauling these kids everywhere because I had a kid at 18 and then she was in kindergarten when I was 23. And then it just went by so fast that there was a point where recently I don't get to pick my kids up from elementary school anymore because they're past that. And mm -hmm. so I just really look forward to the times where I'm like driving Dreading, having to be in the car and drive here and drive there are the moments now where I think about it and I'm like, I'm not going to be doing this in six years and I'm just going to take this moment in right now because I know in six years when it's all done that I'm going to miss it. So I feel like that was my peak is being able to like really reflect. I reflected a lot on life the last several years and myself and it's just like a different point in my life where I'd be running Bella around when she was younger she's 18 now so you know it happened a lot with Bella where I would be like damn that's not gonna happen anymore that's not gonna happen anymore that's not gonna happen anymore so like now with Jax I have six years left I'm just gonna you know during those times where I felt like maybe it was the most fun thing to do before I'm just yeah. embracing it and yeah. I'm actually like it's different because I'm like I know I will miss it mm -hmm. I will miss it and one day I'll be sad about it that I don't get to take him to soccer anymore so yeah that was my peak I is love that. driving my son to soccer yeah, because some people don't get to say they get to do that, you know? That's true. And so you're that lucky true. that you get to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. What is wrong <clears throat> with you? Are you sick? Allergies. Wait, there's oh. more. But wait, there's more. No, it's my allergies. Like, so oh. bad. But yeah, so now we are going to do Ask Alex. All right, well, the question is. The question is, what is the most embarrassing thing that has happened to you in the bedroom? And how <gasps> did you bounce back from it? <laughs> oh, no. Do I, I have to answer first? You do have to answer it. You are Alex, right? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> the most embarrassing thing that happened to me... Honestly, like, I can't even think of anything embarrassing other than the first time that, like, I queefed, which was, like, I was young. I didn't know. I thought I was, like, very embarrassed, you know? But, like, it happened. You were embarrassed of that? It Not. was their fault. They pushed too much air in you. I know. But I didn't know at the time. I was very embarrassed. So what did you do? I just kept fucking. <laughs> <laughs> just... Excuse me. <laughs> the show must go that on. That wasn't a fart. <laughs> you weren't, like, freaking out No, I, it was definitely, like, I was freaking out inside. But, like, I don't know. I don't get embarrassed easily. That was when I was very young. But, like, I don't get embarrassed 
embarrassed easily. I can't even think of anything else that'd be embarrassing. Well, I guess I'll go next, even since Amelia blew up my spot. You fucking pooped on somebody? Yes, I Shut have. the fuck up. That's like normal. I feel like it's normal. For, it's That's normal, normal for guys. For guys. I've heard know? so many of my clients. That to me is not even embarrassing. But it is no. embarrassing the way that it happened. Tell me. I mean, one, I'm not a bottom, so we don't do these things anymore. But yeah. you know, guys, before they have sex, they'll like clean out and like mm-hmm. yeah. and all of that stuff, which is extensive. And yeah, you know, I wasn't privy to that game, so I didn't clean as That's much why down there. I feel like they should have like a sex ed class for gay people and lesbians mm-hmm. so they can teach the children. Oh, that sounds weird. Teach the teens to douche first because that's not something you guys know to do, like unless you do extensive research beforehand. Okay. It's also dieting and stuff. It goes deep. Okay. So, okay. So, so this is what happened. This is the embarrassment. And it happens to a lot of gay people. So I know I'm not alone telling this story. The way that it happened is I didn't know that I did shit. And I try to do something real sexy, like play with with myself. Yeah. (laughs) And then. And then he was like, yo. You're playing in shit. (laughs) Most embarrassing thing that has ever happened. How how much are we talking? Oh, not a lot. It wasn't like I like morning shit, but like a little came out. Just a little bit. Oh my God. I know, but I'm already uncomfortable because you're putting something in my ass. Yeah. Now I'm like, let me just play it off. I'm like, I'm like a cat with my (laughs) foot around my, uh, behind my neck. And I'm like, yeah, you like that? And he's like, no, no, no. absolutely not. I need to see a therapist now. So was it on like uh, his pee pee or condom or? A condom? No condom. <gasps> I know, I know, I know. And then it's on my finger now. No. <laughs> yeah. So what did you guys go clean up together or no, did you play no. it off? No. How do you play it off at that? There's no playing that off. There's like. So you didn't clean up and you didn't play it off. I immediately went to the bathroom and took a shower. Okay. Yeah. So you guys didn't clean <laughs> up together? Then, no, we didn't clean up together and we did mm. not finish. I'm so sad. Yeah. I feel so <laughs> sad for you. So now like that was the lesson moving forward. How know? old were you? 24. Okay. Yeah, you're a baby. Yeah, I was a baby. You're a baby gay. I just, it would I just never wanted to happen again. <laughs> this shit happened last night. No. I know, right? <laughs> Amelia. I mean, I have so many that would be considered embarrassing for others, but what? Um, real embarrassing. Like real. real embarrassing? For you. Back in the day when I used to fuck a person that I knew I didn't really actually like, I would pretend I was squirting and I would pee on purpose to pretend I was squirting. And that's what I used to do for videos when I was a stripper. I would like send videos to guys and I would pretend that I was squirting when actually I was just pissing. If I push hard enough, I pee like a guy. Yeah. So that, no, I I haven't like- Which I actually got to see last week. Yes, you did. (laughs) (laughs) I get the same thing. Allie, she was like, holy shit, that was impressive. (laughs) I just like took my pants out and just pissed. I'm sorry, on the street. Nobody was around. She did it at a urinal in the bathroom. (laughs) I did. I had to go. You just gotta pull it up a little bit. I'm like, and I hear the whole bathroom go, I'm like, oh! (laughs) I'm fucking dead, dude. You did not. You just pulled your, wait, did you just pull your clit up or what? No, I don't even have to. I just, it's because they sewed me up so tight that I literally can <laughs> no, pee like a boy now. I can pee like a boy too, but it's I, like, it'll just drip down. No, like, but no, it doesn't. Because like, I have to see it. No, yeah. I mean, I can, I swear it's just crazy. But yeah, I don't have any, I mean, there's like one where I've thrown up on someone's dick before, like completely just threw up on his dick. There's another time where. That's disgusting. I, but it's that person's fault because he pushed my head down. Don't fucking do that or no. else I'm going to vomit. I really don't have anything super embarrassing. I wish I did. Yeah, we need a spicier question next oh, week. I win. You do. You do win. You do. Well, congratulations. I love Take that, that. title. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, they have to ask us some spicy questions because obviously this week wasn't good enough. All right. Next week. We're that would have been it. a spicy question if we were embarrassed guys, by things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Make sure you hit us up on Instagram. <laughs> Resilient AF3. Resilient? And ask Alex. Spicy questions only. Spicier the better. Yes. All right, y'all, it's that time of the week again for our resilient guest to tell her resilient story. And this week, we have a woman named, a woman, that sounds weird. (laughs) (laughs) We have a homie, a girl, I don't know. A homie, (laughs) it's my homie. Her name is Alyssa. She's here with us today, and she's going to talk to us about her experience with sex work, what she went through, how she overcame, you know, that experience and self-love. And, you know, I'm just going to hand over the mic to her and let her do her thing. So welcome. 
Welcome. Hi, thank you for being here. Thank hey. you. So excited. So first I want to do like a little intro. So my name is Alyssa. So I have been doing bikini baristing. I've done OnlyFans. I have been a dancer. Not just like sex work, but I really wanted to talk about like the relationships we choose and why we choose them. And if we're choosing them out of validation or if we're choosing them out of really integrity and self-love and who we really want to be around basically. And sometimes uh, sex work affects that and the relationships we choose. So I've been doing that for a long time, but, and I still cover shifts probably like once a week, but- um, Wait, sex work shifts? Se yeah, oh yeah, sex work shifts. Bikini you barista shifts. <laughs> you okay. know funny? Okay, wait, 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 hold up. So <laughs> some people- You're covering sex work shifts or shifts at the bikini barista? Shifts at the, you know what's funny is some people don't view like, Bikini baristing is sex work, which no, is fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't. So you when you're don't? Like, oh, no, not at Really? Not yeah, it no. So it is, for it's sure. It's just like serving coffee. And no, babe. No clothes. No, babe. Yeah, actually. <laughs> I, won't, I, won't, I won't talk about it, but there's a lot more that goes on that oh, we don't yeah. talk about. Oh, I, I oh, can yeah. talk about it. Yes. Yeah, we can there's, talk about it, but. There's a lot more. Uh, a lot more than a coffee bean. Oh, yeah. Oh, but legally, I don't know what's going on there. So for those of them listening who don't know what sex work is, can you just like explain? explain maybe like several of the things that could be under that umbrella just so people get an idea yeah of course so when i was younger i was a stripper so you are basically doing a sexual act for money mm -hmm. you're getting naked you are even if you're exposing yourself in a way like in a bikini barista stand like mm -hmm. not very wearing very much clothes you're exposing yourself for financial gain exactly um only fans honestly i feel like there's more personally this is my opinion there's more of a disconnect on only fans because you don't have to you can block someone Bye, bitch. Mm -hmm. Like, bye, bitch. Yeah. Whereas if someone is determined enough, they'll come back and be like, oh, I came to bother you again at the coffee stand. Yeah. Again? Oh, yeah. What are some other things in sex work? Well, the obvious stuff. Like, there are women in that dance. So I got out of dancing really fast because in Washington, it is not what you think it is. People think it's going to be a fun time, that it's dancing, that there's going to be drinks. What is nah. it? There's no drinks. It's just dudes in the corners with their sweatpants on. Ew. Yeah, mm -hmm. ew. It is the U.S. like... And you have to do a lot in order to make, at least now I've realized that you have to do a lot to make the money that you did back 10 years ago because it isn't just like fun and cute anymore. And you do have to compete with other girls now a lot more. So it's more about at least what I've seen. It's you have to do a lot more things in, just in dancing mm -hmm. to make money out there. Absolutely. And so I am not only have I worked in sex work, but I am a psychic. I am a esthetician and I'm a yoga teacher. So when you're in that energy, you can tell that people do not have the best intentions for you. Like they're not there to... <laughs> I'm they're not sure. there to have a good time with you. They're there to suck your energy. Mm -hmm. They they can't find a woman anywhere else. They can't get a woman to hang out with them. Let's get that straight. So they have to pay somebody to spend time with them. Mm -hmm. That's the men that I'm hanging out with. Mm -hmm. Ick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just laughing because she was saying like, I'm a yoga teacher, a psychic, yeah. a statistician. I'm like, that's all of our guests in one. Yeah. <laughs> I always say I'm like a multifaceted girly, like, because it's so important for us to embrace all parts of herself. <laughs> we pretend that we're all love and light, but that's not fucking real. Like, that's not real. Like, we have been through trauma. We have been through shitty times and love and light isn't real. There is shitty people out there. Mm -hmm. Like, and you have to protect yourself and have boundaries and energetic boundaries about what's okay for you and what's not okay for you, or you're going to get sucked dry in that industry. Like it's gonna chew you up and it'll spit you out. Mm -hmm. And I mean it. There's a difference between somebody really seeing you and valuing you and loving you and somebody just liking your energy and liking what they see. Your physical is just scratching the surface of who you are. So did you learn about like those types of relationships working at the bikini barista? I learned a lot about boundaries working as a bikini barista because it's so much easier to make boundaries with people you don't know. It's so much easier to say, hey, you can't do that and learn to do that with people you don't know. Mm -hmm. um, and so it helped me. And honestly, I'm really grateful for the experiences as a bikini barista because it helped me take those lessons as a business owner, as a yoga teacher, as like your friends and family are the people that really you have the hardest time making boundaries with and help me learn how to make boundaries with them. Bikini baristas, like that's totally, like I didn't even know what that was until I moved to Washington. So yeah. that's just a Washington mm -hmm. yeah. thing where you could pull up to get coffee in the middle of nowhere and there's 
bikini baristas and they're wearing bikinis. But like you're talking about boundaries and people like crossing your boundaries and how you had to learn about these relationships. So like give us an example of like a clientele or somebody who like maybe crossed the line with yeah. you or like how you had to learn about what are they setting doing? those boundaries. Like what do you deal with? Because I'm thinking you I always thought you just pull up, you see a pretty girl and she serves you coffee in a bikini. I thought that's what it was. I didn't realize that it goes beyond that. Bennett, that's because you're a good man. Dudes, <laughs> dudes pull up with their dicks out. Dudes uh, pull up, yeah, expecting the very most, um, basically thinking that they can get my number, that it's a speed dating, that it's not that it's not just a means to an like a way for me to make money, but they think that I'm speed dating. And um, so actually I am married and I have been married for over four years. So working in this industry, also, it makes me put on a giant mask because that is not who I am. That is, I go by goddess. I am not the girl who is going to be like, oh, you're so, oh, baby, you. No, bitch, kiss my feet. Like, no, that's mm -hmm. the barista I am because I can't do it any other way because it feels so disrespectful to myself mm -hmm. to, uh, to act like what they're doing is okay. So when they would pull through with their dick out, what would you say to them? Um, honestly, I love shame. I love, aw, that's so cute. Like, I'm like, aw, like, because I'm not going to make you think that you made me feel any sort of way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that actually embarrasses them. They're like, uh. <laughs> like it's not that little, is it? I just want to see this year. <laughs> is that your thumb? I'm dead. So how did you, I guess, like, to get into your resilience story, like, how did you even get into bikini coffee and, like, why did you get into it? Okay, thank you. That's a great question because I, when I first started, I thought I started because I was like, this is empowering. I'm mm -hmm. a strong woman. And I also, before we go over that, I really want to bring up my past a little bit. I have not always been, um, I look pretty on the outside now. I know that like without any makeup, I physically present as a pretty woman. I grew up, uh, I was fat. Like when you're 5'3 and 180 pounds, be fucking for real. And you're 11, mm -hmm. that's a fat kid. <laughs> oh, chunky monkey. <laughs> so like, and not just that, but like, I love love. So I really wanted approval from boys and men. Yeah. I really wanted. Well, how was your parenting situation growing up? Um, oh, my, my dad's very like detached. Yes. Like yeah. very, like, it's not like, he's just not there. Mm -hmm. Like he's there, but not doing anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Just kind of, it's like the dude that fell asleep on the couch with his hands down his pants. Yeah. I'm like, Ooh, okay, well, I'm going to go do whatever the fuck I want. I yeah. raised myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, um, when you grow up and you are perceived by other people to be ugly, and not only was I overweight, but I was born with my left foot turned all the way around. So that is also what? part of my, So what? I, was, I was born with my, you can even I started see. looking at her feet. Like no, do it, no, do it. You should <laughs> do it. That's pretty normal. Um, so I was born, so you can tell I have no muscle from the knee down on my left side. I have no flexion in my ankle. Whoa. So not only was I fat, but I was a gimpy girl. They're all like, ooh, did you get bit by a shark? Aww. Bitch, yeah, I did. No, I didn't. <laughs> I was born that way. So, so yeah. did you have to like turn it over time or did it? Oh like, yeah, they just that... break your ankle and turn it around. Yeah, as a baby. Yeah, as a three month old baby. No, no when I'm telling you my whole life is a story of resilience. Like that's why it's so hard for me to just focus on sex work. Cause that is just- A little piece of that's it. That's a little piece mm -hmm. of my life. Yeah. My, I, I really feel like my life is like a story yeah. of resilience. Not only being, and I don't like saying this because I don't view myself as a victim, but um, being born with a disability and then being overweight and then really wanting to be loved and like accepted by the people around you. But they're all like, oh, that's chubby pizza face. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would have been brutal. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. It was yeah. brutal. So brutal. It yeah. was brutal. Um, and you grew up in a really small town. Oh, yeah. And so I can relate to that. Yeah. So Absolutely. that was probably extremely rough yes. because everybody's talking. And when one person says something, then it gets to the whole entire town. So I can only imagine how hard are, that was. Yeah, they're so mean, though. Like when mm -hmm. they, they they just bully so hard. And yeah. Oh, my God. Relentless. Nasty. Nasty little say, assholes. I want to so. say that kids aren't the only ones that are nasty when you have a disability. And I mean it. That's my, so sad. I'm going to say that PE teachers. Oh, they, hello. They're all like, just, oh, hello. Yeah. They're like, no, just run. I'm over here like, 
Oh, poor thing. That's really fucking sad. I know, that makes I'm like, me sure so sad. Sad things. Oh. But so when you grow up like that and people view you as like not the pretty girl, like yeah. not the not any of the things that you envision yourself, you're like fuck, like shit. So Yeah. <laughs> and you're just constantly wanting to chase that feeling, wanting to fit in somehow. And being validated and, be- and yeah. feeling, especially as a woman, you want to feel beautiful. Yeah. And you, you weren't getting it at home either. So it's like Where can I get it from? I need it somewhere. Yeah. So I started even dating really young, like 14, 15 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think growing up like that made me really want to be. So I started sex work because I act like it's because I I was an empowered woman. It's because I wanted to be validated by other people. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of sex workers and bikini baristas need to take a look and ask themselves, um, how can a job be empowering if the other option is poverty? Mm. how could your job be empowering if your other option is poverty and people and that's when a lot of baristas are like oh yes yeah like because that's what it felt like my other option was for a really long time and so until I started making choices for myself yeah Mm -hmm. and not out of validation for others and that's why I think not seeking validation outside of yourself is so so important because no one else can validate you like that besides yourself you only have yourself Mm -hmm. So you, how old were you when you started um, at the Bikini Barista stand? Um, so I started So I started dancing soon after I turned 18 because I lived with my grandparents as a teenager and they were losing their house. Mm. So I was all like, oh shit, I don't know where they're going. So I got to go be a stripper. Mm. Also, <laughs> So that was your first job? That was your first uh, sex My job. first job was a maid and I was like, fuck that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. It was really hard. Like maids, it was really hard. You guys, like, oh, for sure. You get like a hundred dollar tip if you see me. That's insane. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Scrubbing behind the toilets on your hands and knees. No, eat shit. I'm out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll be a stripper. Yeah. I know. I like, I have cleaners that come. I am just so thankful for them, but I think about all the time, like, damn, they do this all day. How the Mm. hell do they do this all day? I don't know. I don't even want to clean my own house. Hell no. no. Mm -mm. (laughs) I couldn't imagine. Mm -mm. So, after being a maid, you realized that wasn't for you, and then you went into, stripping so did you go in with a friend did you go in by yourself like by myself because I was embarrassed okay I was not like embarrassed but like it's glorified right like people act like it's like luxurious to be a stripper Mm -hmm. hustlers yeah like I'm a hustler yeah like like the movies you see like it'll be so good get this money (laughs) exactly (laughs) and and it is not like that in real life (laughs) it's not like that at all it's funny because when you're new they really talk you up they're like wow you're so beautiful like blah 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 like you're perfect for this which i'm sure they say that to everyone Mm -hmm. because it they got to make you feel special yeah stripper (laughs) because they got to make that house money yes exactly yeah also that can you imagine paying people 130 dollars a night just to get naked at their location i've been trying to fight house money this my whole what's house money so basically in order to work there it's kind of like how we pay rent at anywhere um you have to pay 130 i guess but 160 where i was at i had to pay 160 a night in order to dance i'm sorry you had to pay them yes yes because you're using their because you're using their no no fuck that wait you're working at their establishment it gets worse it gets worse i never had to deal with this thank god but i from other girls um if you don't make the house money you have to pull it out of your own pocket and give it to them because regardless you you were there you danced on their pole you danced on their no, stage that's confusing though that's confusing though because yeah. it's a job no, this is exactly. like my bad the establishment. Yeah. because they'd be like you need to give us your money i'm like did you see me dance with anyone they're like no i'm like you don't get shit yeah no like- i'd lie about my dances because if you think you're taking that yep. much money from me when all i made in the night was three hundred dollars no, you get 60 bucks, bitch. Yep. No, they will. <laughs> and and you have to tip out the DJ. Yeah. You have to tip out the waitresses. You have to tip. So realistically, if you're not making at least a rack a night, it's really, truly not worth it because you're going to be going no. home with me. Ma- it's not worth it. Also no. not realistic at all to make no. a rack in Washington. No, it isn't. Like Absolutely ever. not. Sorry. Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and I didn't spend too much time dancing either. I was 18 and 19. I'm mm-hmm. 28 years old now. That's been a long time. Yeah. But I could very clearly see that that is not, it's bad. They act like it's something luxurious, but it's not. Mm-hmm. They're taking advantage of young women who don't feel good about themselves. 
it is what it is. Bikini bursting, I make more doing that and I don't have to, and no one has to touch me. They just look at me and that that's why I chose bikini bursting over dancing. So can I ask how much are you making being a bikini barista? Say I make what, good money. So I say what your highest amount that you've made. Yeah. Like in a year. The Not highest, in a year, just in, in a, a shift. Because you want to know shift. Okay. Yeah. The shift. most I've ever made in a shift was thirteen hundred. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I really do want to know how much like the most you made a year. I definitely make six figures being a bikini barista full time. On average, I make $500 a shift. It really depends on the stand, the rules, how busy you are, and also your clientele. I'm saying that I make $500 a shift. That does not mean yeah. the next girl. It's the way you hustle. I know how to put on the mask. Mm -hmm. I know how to make them cough up the cash. Yeah. I've been doing this for a long time. I got, like I said, I got chewed up and spit out in the industry the first two years because. So 1300 bucks a shift. What are you doing to make that kind of money? Like, cause guys who come through to get some coffee, if you're not doing something, I feel like they're not going to be giving up the money like that. Oh yeah. I, and I will dance for an extra tip. Yeah. That's legal. I also heard one of my friends used to be a bikini barista. Like she said she never did this, but some of the girls would like put plugs in their butt and like bend oh, over yeah. and like all this shit. Like, I mean, I've heard some stories. So like people don't understand actually what goes on in these stands. No girls. Most of the <laughs> girls. <laughs> at, <laughs> I've I seen many girls be, wear butt plugs. I've seen I think many. This butt <laughs> plugs are funny. <laughs> the girls will have them like matching their outfits and everything. <laughs> you're like, damn bitch. Yeah, you bend no. over and you're I did not expect that. Yeah. And it's beautiful and like bling in your eyes. Oh, yeah. I've seen a girl because I, I get coffee from bikini baristas so I like to support women that have done what I do. I don't think anything like I don't think it's an empowering job, but it's a way of financial means and I want to make girls days better. So I have to come tip 20 bucks, be kind, not not be pervy. Yeah. But no, this girl bends over for my eyes and there's an LED light in her butt plug and I'm all like, oh, my God. Oh, I'm going to have to type tip her a little extra. <laughs> For Nothing real. must be hurting. Yeah. Oh God, I know, right? Dude. You know how many people might pull up to these places trying to get just coffee? It like, is crazy. <laughs> no. They're oh, like, yeah, yeah, let me yeah. get like a large coffee and yeah. she turns around and has like bling hanging out of her ass. Yes. Dude, yeah. yeah even the see-through when people aren't from the area, they'll pull up and they're like, oh, oh, oh my God. I, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I, I chose Blink to be twice here. if you need help. And then, uh, <laughs> are you covering their eyes? Yeah. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I already pulled up and I want to support you. I'm not a woman hater or anything. I just, I'm not from the area. Um, oh can I just God. get a coffee with cream? <laughs> She's covering her face. <laughs> Look away. <laughs> you wash your hands, right? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably so I'm all, surprised. I, I'm super, like, kind to people that don't know and to women. I actually charge whatever my boss isn't listening i charged half price for women and yeah. people that didn't expect it yeah no like, unless it's a dude who's like oh i didn't know these exist yeah. like oh it's gonna be 14 dollars for, for you actually <laughs> oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah actually girls will do that and charge a price that they, they do. feel fit so don't be a bitch yeah no i always anytime i go to bikini stands i always get half off or even like they charge five bucks for my italian red bull yep. and i'm mm -hmm. like what the fuck? I normally pay at a normal coffee stand yeah. like $8 for my Italian at Red Bull soda. Yeah, literally. Just, if you got a $5 drink, we got like a $500 already in the sales. Yeah. We're not getting money from Exit. a woman. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fun. So after you started Bikini, I want them to know like your story of resilience. You've been through a lot and it's your story is also not typical because you are married and, you know, there's a lot of preconceived notions about sex work and being married and all of that yeah so does your husband come to your job does he so, come to the coffee okay shop? i'm gonna share this i always feel embarrassed sharing this but i just feel like it's so important so i have never dated someone from the coffee stand until i met my husband so i did meet Ooh. him you meet i did him? meet him oh. there. i didn't know that so yes i met him oh, there but the shit. thing is and i know he was seeing uh, like other baristas and stuff but I, so other I, baristas. Not other baristas. <laughs> no, that's so I'm I'm honestly not that like I'm very good at boundaries. So like yes. I so by this point in my life, um we didn't talk about my past, but I went through like an abusive relationship and so I met a just call it a boy because he acts like a boy through like yes. mutual friends. Um and I now who I am now, I really wish this is really important for me to share because I think a lot of women choose people out of validation. And I was choosing someone because I didn't want to be alone. Mm -hmm. I was with someone because I didn't want to be alone. Mm -hmm. 
And honestly, even though he was like, sh- you know how you have someone shitty in your life for some reason, you just like them so, like you just love them for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I know this I've is- I've been there. Uh, once I explain it, I think you will get it. But I really do believe that this man, because you've talked about your story, I really believe this man was a narcissist. Mm-hmm. And he was an alcoholic too. And I really wanted to be with him. So he did weird things like, post on craigslist but of his wiener asking to meet up with people in my room and stuff like that but he already lived with me so i was like uh i guess i'll get over it because i'm a bad bitch no that's not bad bitch behavior Mm -mm. not at all not at all so like i really want people to take the first red flag and fucking run dude like when you see a red flag you're like you are wasting your time you're about to face a series of unfortunate events here's the problem though like a lot of people will see the red flags but they won't leave because they are too scared to be alone. They are too lonely. They don't want to do it. Yeah. They're, they're not happy. They're not, they don't love themselves 100%. They're not internally happy. And mm-hmm. that's where it begins. It's yeah. like the red flags could be all day long, but like the red flag is like... That's exactly what it, it was. I did not love myself at all. I had the bad bitch facade. Mm-hmm. I had... That's what I call it. When you're like, I'm a bad bitch, but your man is a piece of... Sh- mm-hmm. Like, and a lot of people do know that they see the red flags and they know they probably should not be with them and they know that they're not happy inside. They know that they don't love themselves 100%. They know they need to work on whatever, whatever. But then also, I feel like they don't understand fully yeah, the effects well, you don't of know, trauma. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. What, like red Exactly. Flags. You, you don't know me? what you don't know. And I there's feel a- when I look back, I'm like, oh, those were red flags. At the you time, never like, really- they could get better. Or yes. Like, it was a mistake. Yes. You know, not, this I is the person I wrote are. something down about that. Actually, I'm gonna, I did write a couple things down i wrote something down about what you just said bennett actually well and i think they also people fall in love with the potential of who they think that this person could be and so they just constantly are chasing oh eventually one day they're gonna be like this and realistically they're not gonna get there sweetie Mm -hmm. they're going to be a piece of shit for fucking ever and like honestly and someone used to tell me a leopard doesn't change their spots exactly and they didn't change their spots exactly and that matters for uh family and friends as well like we look at it just as intimate relationships but it matters for your family and your friends sometimes your biggest I don't like to say haters, but people are haters are your family and your friends. Toxic is toxic. Exactly. The thing that I wanted to say, because we're talking about like accepting people who they like what you said, the most disrespectful thing I've ever done to myself being a kind, loving person and allowing people to be themselves was that I couldn't tell the difference between an honest mistake and someone walking all over me. When you're able to tell the difference, um, then you can really tell. The difference is one person is genuinely sorry and they will express it to you and show you and they will change. And the person who didn't mean it will probably brush it under the rug, not show forgiveness and do a fake like, I'm I'm so sorry. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't mean it, but I'm yeah. gonna do me. And yeah. you're like, yep. that's a little sneaky. Brushing something under the rug is malicious. Mm-hmm. Brushing something that hurt you deeply is malicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and even even like going back to your story, he was you know doing obviously being a piece of shit to you. Um, brushing that under the rug on his side was malicious, but also brushing it under the rug on your side was malicious to yourself yes. as well. And not just that. So I didn't just live with this boyfriend. I he had a best friend that he already lived with. Mm-hmm. And so this lady is not my best friend anymore, but I invited my best friend to live with us. So we'd be this big, happy family. Oh, I know how this is going to go. No, she already knows how this is going to (laughs) end. You think you're going to be a big, happy family with uh, your narcissist boyfriend and your best friend who doesn't really like you? The thing that hurt the most, like I could tell by the red flags that this man was a bad man. I say narcissist because I remember us getting... In a fight, we'd get in violent fights like mm-hmm. with each other, but not just that bit. He would be like, oh, well, I don't want to have kids with you or do this or that because you have a fucked up leg and then we'll have a fucked up kid. Like, <sighs> yeah, no, like, no, like the most awful things. Like he'd get drunk and wake me up in the middle of the night by peeing on the bed. Ugh. Like I was treated. And so my best friend was in the other room when all these things happened. And I experienced my first pregnancy with that person and I had an abortion. Which I want to also say, an abortion is a very spiritual decision. I to decide not to have a child is okay, mm-hmm. and I want all women to know that it is your personal choice. Yeah, and it doesn't make you any less spiritual or any less of a good person 100%. to um, decide that that pregnancy is not for you. Yeah, for but, sure. But uh, the main reason I decided not to go through with the pregnancy was because I knew it wasn't the right person. Like he's bad man, like yeah. bad man. But mm-hmm. when I told him I was pregnant, um, he put a gun to my head. And he said, if you don't get an abortion right now, I'll blow your fucking brains out. Oh, wow. And then my, 
best friend. Whoa. Best friend is home. She's not my best friend now. Let's get that really yeah, clear. Yeah. yeah. Um, walks in and then he ch- turns the gun to his head really fast and he's like, I'll fucking blow my brains out. Like, cause that, this, that's intense. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so then she's like screaming and she's like, no, stop, stop. So what did you do? How did you react when you put the gun to your head? Um, you know, I wish I was the type of lady that would be like, do it, bitch. But no, I freaked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because that's how I'm like, if anyone ever put a gun to my head, I'm like, do it. Like, no. Dead in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> and like, fuck you. Have to, you. you have to talk to me. But realistically, care, but like, I'm pissing my pants. <laughs> I thought I was going to be like, do it, bitch. No, as soon as he did it, I was like, please don't kill yourself. I was all like, please don't kill me. I'll get an abortion. <laughs> No. Yeah, it was no, so I would, embarrassing. I would have been, been that too, Alex. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. What the fuck? No, there's <laughs> a gun to your head. You're good. I, I moved out four weeks later, just to make okay. that clear. After I got the abortion, I moved out four weeks later. The worst part, though, is I thought this girl was going to like be on my side and stuff. No, I like left uh, like to have some nights to myself, and they changed the locks on the doors. Oh, and they, they ended up with them, huh? And they stole uh, like two thousand dollars from me because i was a i was a sex worker so i hid my money yeah. within my house um so they stole my money and locked me out and told everyone that i wouldn't pay rent so they locked me out oh, oh. but i wow. actually left a note i actually left a note being like so sorry i can't do this and i left my rent money on the table so you know someone got home first and they're like <laughs> put yep. it in their pocket Hell they're yeah. all like let's take the rest of that bitch's money mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yep. so then after all of that you start dating people right so i i met someone and then I accidentally got pregnant. There's nothing bad about this man. He's a really good dad to my um, to my kid. But after that whole relationship, I was just broken and I went through an abortion. I felt like I really wanted to have a child after having this an abortion. This was a new man, yeah, just a so new everyone man. knows. Yeah, yeah. A, new, a new person. Not the gun guy. But it, No, yeah, not the gun <laughs> guy. But I don't know. You're not thinking. You're not in the right... Like, I wasn't healed or anything like that. So I got pregnant by accident because... He was bringing on accident. I wasn't on birth control. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We broke up like six weeks afterwards because I just didn't love him. He was just like the fun guy, kind of like my sugar daddy, but we don't have to talk about that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So um, during that time, I started like trying to build myself back up because I was all, oh, what have I done? Like I have a baby. I'm living a trailer with my mom my grandparents, what have I done? So I started going to school to be a personal trainer. So I started being a personal trainer, doing that while being a bikini barista so I could fund my life. Mm -hmm. And while I was bikini baristaing, I met my husband when my daughter was probably nine or 10 months old. And I remember meeting him at the coffee stand and he'd come like, every morning and probably the second week, he's like, hey, maybe sometime I could get your number. And I was like, you don't want me. I got a baby and a baby daddy and I live in a trailer. (laughs) <laughs> like, I was all like, I decided that I would be so honest because love is so important to me. Like I said, I would yeah. be so honest. I'd be so authentic that it would scare anyone away. But he was really kind and he'd come and get coffee from me. I knew he started seeing only me. Oh, you just know if you've been to if you went to my bikini stand, I know you've seen other titty baristas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he started seeing me every morning that I worked and he he's so funny. He tries so hard to make eye contact, but you could just tell when you turn around to get the ice. The eyes would wander. (laughs) It was like probably, yeah, two to three months of him getting coffee for me. And finally I was all like, this dude's really patient Mm -hmm. and persistent. So I was like, okay, I'll give you my number and we can hang out sometime. So we went to the dog park with our dogs because I wanted to be safe. I was traumatized. After all of that, a baby with some dude I didn't want to have a baby with. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, you really, you really did yourself in girl. Yeah. (laughs) So I didn't, I wasn't ready to connect with someone, but he, the thing I loved about him the most was that he was so patient, Mm -hmm. so patient. And I remember the first time coming over to his house, I was, he was like, oh, I'll make you dinner. I'll get your favorite wine. Like we'll do all that. And I remember he was like, oh, you can sit next to me. And I was like, no, thank you. I don't like to be touched. By the way, that's a lie. That's just a wall I put up so no one touches me that I don't yeah. want to be touched. Yeah. But um, but he was really kind and patient. We just clicked so well. So I don't, it sounds so cheesy, but I've never met a man that's so patient. And that was my favorite thing. Like, I remember him texting me being like, good morning. I hope you have a good day. And I'd have to wake up and go to school to be a personal trainer. And then after that, I had to take care of my kid. And then I had personal training shift at night from like 2 to 8 p.m. So I just would forget the text and 
he'd never get mad the next morning and get another text. Good morning. I hope you have a good day. Mm. And I'm all like, I don't know what it is, dude. When people are out, like, fine, don't respond. I'm like, I'll never respond again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was really, I was really grateful for that. And I've never experienced anything like that at the bikini stand, except for that moment. I really, I know it sounds cheesy, but I really think that my husband is a kind, like, like a very special type of man. He, I know you don't think that as someone going to a bikini stand, but short term, a lot of people that go to bikini stands are just dudes that are lonely, that are single. Mm -hmm. And then also dudes that can't get a girlfriend ever. So, but yeah, those short term customers that are single and they're like, Ooh, let's Mm -hmm. go to the bikini stand, see some boobies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because you know, that's what he was thinking. He's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I'm single. He just got out of like a five year relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we, they were broken up for like six months before. So, Alyssa and I's connection is that, so her now husband, his ex-fiance is actually my ex's girlfriend right now. Oh, okay. Yes. But I met, um, (laughs) just to make it clear, we're not, we're not mutual friends through being haters. No. We we met because Amelia actually reached out to me while I was a bikini barista to get a lip service done and this was before i even knew about we didn't any even of this. know like i remember her talking about her ex and i was like oh my god how awful and i like we didn't even know we didn't even connect the dots when Crazy. we were talking yes yeah wow. mm-hmm. but yeah. um yeah so i met amelia because she was doing her business thing and that's how we met but um I so like a- well. after i met him like he made it really clear that he loves his family loves to spend time with his family that He's made it clear to past girlfriends that he loves being close. And them. it's been a thing with past girlfriends that the family is all close and the girlfriend's always a part of like, you know, the family dinners and all of that stuff mm-hmm. is basically what you're saying, right? Yes, totally. Okay, yeah. And so I really tried really hard to be like close to his mom. And this is probably things you don't think about that'll be heartbreaking. Like you think of your own family and friends that you're close to and how supportive and loving they are. Mm-hmm. And then I like start sharing things and realizing that someone's not re- like they say that they're this family that's so close but then I come over and try to do this but she would basically um the most awkward thing is that my mother-in-law um loves my husband's ex like loves like no. it is in love with her they have matching Fucking tattoos no oh not the matching tattoos yeah they have matching what tattoos the? i would tell my mom you need to get that covered yeah or you need exactly. to take that off exactly so brah at first not, your, not my mom's dating my ex now oh, like come on no okay. my, yeah his mom yeah yeah she did things that i never brought up basically so she always brought up how i never wore a bra which quite frankly if you're a woman who sports women you should why the fuck is anybody else even worried about that uh, about my yiddies i what, got them done no wonder i don't want to wear a bra yeah. and it's very <laughs> interesting too because this person is very like love and light and like very witchy vibes and very like Fake. very like spiritual yes. and says yeah, she acts spiritual yeah, no. and then like but shames but shames me for the way I dress yes, and the way that I am She's and possessed. for my job. Uh, she actually, I have never spoken about this, but my mother-in-law actually wore a white dress to my wedding even. <gasps> <laughs> and then after I brought up how everything's made me uncomfortable, she blocked me on everything and made a giant post about how much she loved the ex. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Sick. Wait, is your husband? Did your husband? Yeah, of course, he's on my side. He's like, "Mom, you giant fucking bitch." Yeah. yeah. See have you next to cut Tuesday. My mom off. Yeah. <laughs> no, yep. we we uh, I tried. O- <laughs> okay. I, even after that, all of that, Bennett, my heart is so big, and that I wanted to be friends with my in-laws so bad. So my mother-in-law, I know, You're what a better if, woman than me. <laughs> no, no. When I tell this story, people are all like, "No, that is fucked up," because this woman told me that I needed therapy and that. This girl was her friend and it's none of my business who she's friends with. And you're right. It isn't my business who you're friends with, but I... It's also none of her business about what your titties are doing. Mm-hmm. What? Dude. Like, what? <laughs> exactly. It's also none of your... Yes, exactly. <laughs> but so like, Jeez. yeah, all of that stuff. But I start this year thinking that we're healing the relationship and she's been really kind to me and got me a wax pot for my studio and we started building something together and she does. she's a Brazilian wax specialist. So she taught me how to do Brazilian waxes and all this stuff. And I had to be the model for both of these fucking classes because oh. these bitches wouldn't show anyone their coochie. 
fine. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I brought my mother-in-law, and she is a great Brazilian expert. She's really wonderful at that. I'm not going to lie about who someone is or anything like that. I'm really big on like truth and integrity, mm -hmm. and she was great at her job. Um, so I thought we were growing something and building something together. This really like breaks my heart because I really want to be accepted and loved by my family. And I thought we were making movement and like... I think it goes to the root of your original story, though. You always just want to be loved and accepted. I want to be loved, dude. I yeah. love to be... Because I, I love and accept other people for yeah. who they are. Exactly. Right? Like, yep. same. So, but, and you expect people to be good people, but most people are not good people. Yeah. yeah yep. You, you know, we're here to raise a vibration. There's not that many of us. Mm -hmm. It's super true. It's so true. Um, yeah, and I feel like we're always trying to find ourselves and other people. Like, and when I was done like that. Not everybody's like you. No. Not every, in fact, most people are not going right. to be like you. Exactly. They're not going to, you know, love and accept you the same way that you exactly for sure. exactly oh i would never i would never move like that with someone like my own children because it's something that made my husband uncomfortable too he's all like it makes me uncomfortable that you're friends with my ex like mm -hmm. it makes me uncomfortable yeah. that she's over my childhood home because this is childhood home where he grew up and so i think we're like building something um together and i'm over there for like they invited us over to eat or whatever because we're like trying to fix things and I see the ex across the street. What, what? is she doing across Did the she street? Move? She moved in across what? the street. She moved in across the street. Oh, this bitch. Yeah. This mm -hmm. bitch. I don't She's so this she woman needs to let it the fuck go. This yeah, woman she needs is to let it the fuck go. Wait, when was this? Recently. Shut the fuck up. I actually think she moved yes. in a while ago, but they're good at hiding it and I wasn't <gasps> over. Who hit it? Your husband? No, no, my no, 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 my, uh, no, the, they hit it. They've been the there fuck? and I want to let you know, they have been there for a very, like a while. I know, yeah. Those bitches. No, yeah. No, for real. No. What? And then when I bring these things Whoa, up, world. no, my mother-in-law's like, you need therapy. That's my friend. Bitch, you need therapy. Exactly. And she has, what? I don't care if she hears this. She has my kids pictures plastered on her social media where I'm blocked. I don't know the last time she's posted, but she's posted since. She's blocked me and on her business page, but she doesn't even fucking see my kids more than twice a year. Mm -hmm. So, whew. wait, so your your husband doesn't talk to his mom anymore? No, okay. well, maybe just, they text occasionally, I but like, just, yeah, just just making sure. Just no, to... my husband was so on my side. He Good. was all like, Good. Good. I remember hearing a call and being like, the one person you think will always be by your side is your mom, and you're not. Bye. Good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Bye. I stopped talking to my mom four years ago. Yeah, same thing almost too. My mom was talking to my daughter who is now 18. This was about five years ago. My daughter was talking to my mom about how great my new husband treats me and how he calls me perfect, right? He calls me perfect. That's cute. He thinks that I'm perfect for him. Whatever, why, why can't he call me perfect, right? But my mom goes, nobody's perfect. Uh, what to a my hater. daughter who's like, oh my yeah, God. what a hater. Yeah, yeah actually, I am perfect just the way I am. I'm, I'm just like my mom. It was my mom, like yeah. the one person who should be like, holy shit, that is the cutest thing. Yes, yeah. my daughter's perfect. No, she went that far to tell my daughter, yeah. nobody's perfect. I think at the end of the day, what I'm getting from both of these mothers is that ultimately they're actually secretly jealous of both of you guys mm. because the, you are everything that they wished that they were, whether it be successful with your mother, Alex, or whether with you, Alyssa, it's, you know, you being spiritually awoke and like all of that, like you are everything that she wishes she was. And maybe like um, even her son changing into being a better man, but she don't like it. And yes. she didn't so get to do it for does her. Does she have a man of her she own? Does, maybe and he's a piece of shit too. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, but honestly, she, I'm just, yeah. you know, but no, totally. Um, and I think it partially is that because it's been said before, like, oh, I, I don't have my little boy anymore and stuff like that. And like, mm. I, like you mm -hmm. should just be so proud that he is such a good, like, they're all like, oh, he was like lazy before, blah, blah, blah. And like, I don't even believe that. I feel like he was with someone that dimmed his light, oh, made him sure. feel shitty and made him not want to do anything. Like, yeah, because they lower vibration. Those type mm -hmm. of people are toxic. They're yes. energy vampires and they mm -hmm. just bring people down. Yeah. Cut so them all off, I honestly. For real. No, yeah. So no, for he, a long time, I tried to like nurture the relationship and fix it. But as soon as I started seeing over and over again how someone feels about me, because I am a strong believer that actions always speak louder than 100%. words. 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. Always. 100%. Yeah. You definitely have to cut off the people that you can tell who is in your corner, who's, you know, standing when you win and clapping and who's not. Mm -hmm. So we always ask our guests at the end what resilience means to them. So 
Alyssa, what does resilient mean to you? Uh, resilient to me means even in the face of adversity, choosing integrity, choosing yourself, and choosing what feels right to you, not to the people around you, not to your mom, not to your dad, not for your kids, choosing for you. Yes, that's so important. Mm-hmm. Because being resilient through something like is going to help nobody but yourself. Oh, like yeah. You only have yourself. So yep. if you're feeling bad about what happened and you're just feeling like a victim, that's not going to help you. Yeah. So, and a lot of people, since we're talking about spiritual stuff, I really want to end also saying that uh, a lot of people believe in like evil eye and stuff like that, which sure, maybe, but you better, you better fucking believe that your will to be good, your will to empower yourself is bigger than anyone's ill will on you is bigger. For sure. You could plaster my plans at the gates of hell and I will still win. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. that is the way you should feel. A hundred percent. Goddess. 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 That's right. Well, (laughs) thank you so much for sharing your story and for being here and being vulnerable and open and sharing all the details that you did. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I actually, since I could you shout out your standards, is that appropriate? Oh no, we are not doing that. I'm trying to to phase (laughs) that out, my friends. It's my secret. Oh shit. (laughs) So my business page, if you're looking for like a tarot reading, a spiritual facial, I also specialize in Brazilian waxes, is Monet Aesthetics. Or if you want to see more about me, my yoga, and my personal life, Mm -hmm. Alyssa dot Feminine Rising. Sweet. Yes. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Thanks for coming. All right. Now it's time for trivia. Yay. <gasps> you know what? I feel like at some point we should switch. Like you and Bennett should do it because no. I continue to embarrass but myself. That's the point of trivia is he's the host. And then okay. we are the people. We're the, okay. All right. Everybody okay. loves it. Yeah, it's hilarious. All right. So okay. it's time for trivia. Bennett hosts it. He's going to tell us the rules. I'm going to go out of the room first. Amelia's going to answer the questions. I come back and then I answer the questions and then we see who the winner is and that's it. Are these ones <laughs> hard this week? I try to make Can we do easy. like a trivia like category? category each week. That's what I said. Oh, you said that too. Whoever wins this one, we'll choose the category for next week. Okay, perfect. Well, Alex, all right. So just- I'll pick the category when we're done. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) They have buns, they have buds, but do they have brains? It's time to find out with Hot Seat Trivia. So Alex is going to leave the room. We'll put 60 seconds on the clock. Amelia's gonna try to answer 10 trivia questions in that 60 seconds. And then Alex will return and try to answer more than Amelia did. Okay. I will. You will. I'm yeah, sure. sure. I'm. I'm sure. We're positive. Okay. Yeah, so we're positive. Alex, take Maybe. that body, body, body right. out of the room, and then we'll put the 60 <laughs> seconds on the clock for Amelia. All right. Here I go. Amelia, are you ready for this? Did no. You read any books? Any podcasts? Documentaries? I did. Oh. I did. Um. I did listen to some podcasts, and I did watch a couple documentaries, but it was on Anna Nicole Smith. So that didn't really give me much. Uh, okay, okay. It did teach me how to get a sugar daddy, though. So there's that. We'll, we'll see if that helps you out <laughs> in today's trivia. I don't know if there's any questions about sugar daddies, but we'll see, okay? All right. So 60 seconds on the clock. How many points does a pentagram have? Eight. What state is Kansas City in? Missouri. Name a color that doesn't have the letter E in it. Red, damn it. What pop singer started on Nickelodeon's Victorious? Victoria Justice. What does an upside down red triangle traffic sign mean? Crossing, oh, train, crossing. (laughs) How many bowling pins are there? 12. What is plant sex called? Hermaphrodite. What is a female deer called? Doe. What flavor of Ringley's gum comes in a yellow packaging? Juicy fruit. How many days are how many days are in February during le- leap year? 31 2 31 2. All right, time. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Alrighty, I am back. She's back and she's better than ever. Um, are you ready? Ready. How many points does a pentagram have? 5. What state is Kansas City in? Missouri. Name a color that doesn't have the letter E in it. Pink. What pop singer started on Nickelodeon's Victorious? Pass. What does an upside down red triangle traffic sign mean? 
Yield. How many bowling pins are there? Ten. What is plant sex called? Photosynthesis. What is a female deer? Doe. What flavor of Ringley's gum comes in yellow packaging? Juicy fruit. How many days are there in February during a leap year? 29. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. Okay. Bang, bang, bang. Mm. With 10 <laughs> seconds on the bang, clock. Bang, bang. Oh, wait, I passed one. I passed oh, one. Oh, you did shit. All right. Mm -hmm. Keep it going, keep it going. Uh, keep it going, keep it going. What pop singer started on Nickelodeon's Victorious? Her name was um, oh. Melinda. No, something like that. I, I don't know. All right, right. time. Fuck. Are y'all ready to go over the answers? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do see which baddie. Baddie. Has the brains. Okay. Ugh. How many points does a pentagram have? Amelia said eight. That's There's actually five. Okay. I know five. octopus. It's a star. Yes. Star. Uh, yes, it's a okay. pentagram. Some pentacles. Pen, 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 oh, five. pen, pen, pen. Okay. okay. What state is Kansas City in? Missouri. I thought somebody was gonna say Kansas, so yeah. you guys are smarter than me. I got well because my dad's from there. Okay. So. And I just know that it's in Missouri. Uh, <laughs> name a color that doesn't have the letter E in it. We're gonna give that point to Alex. I dude, I had to go through like the whole entire rainbow. Yo, she said the first color on the rainbow. Which I literally said red. Yeah. And oh I was like, what the fuck? Okay, so uh what pop singer started on Nickelodeon's Victorious? I was looking for Ariana, Ariana Grande, Grande. But we can go with Victoria Justice. Okay. Okay. Mm, perfect. She's, a pop singer, uh, mm -hmm. she's not as great, but right. yeah. So I think that means you guys are both three three. Oh. What does an upside down red triangle traffic sign mean? Amelia said train crossing. <laughs> <laughs> and it actually means yield. Yes. Does it? I got I thought it. that was yellow. What does yellow mean? It's probably the same thing. Yield. The upside down triangle is yield. Yeah. Oh. Right, so Damn it. Four three. Up, Alex. Okay. Um. How many bowling pins are there? There are 10. Oh, I was on a bowling league once. 12. Yeah. You were a bowling league? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> what is plant sex called? It's a photosynthesis. Yeah. I pollination. Oh. Oh. But well, photosynthesis well. is when they eat the food. It's something, but it's not that. Boy, so, bye. Yeah. You guys I mean, at least she didn't say what I said. What did you say? I don't even want to say it. it. Tell what me. did you say? I said hermaphrodite. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you know what that is? <laughs> came out of my mouth. I don't. And then I realized what? afterwards, I was like, why the fuck did I say that? Like I uh, hermaphrodite is someone that has Amelia, both. that's going to get you canceled. Both, I know. Can you can you bleep fuck that no. out? I'm fucking dead or put me in a coffin. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, what is a female deer called? A doe. Doe. A, doe. a deer. A, a female, female deer. deer. Ray, a drop of golden sun. Okay. Be yeah. a name. I call myself far along the way to run. Do you not know that song, Amelia? So no, I do. Uh, I don't know the rest of the words, though. All right. I played it on the recorder. Love the sound of music, by the way. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> I don't like What flavor it. of Ringley's gum comes in yellow packaging? Juicy fruit. Is he saying Ringley's? Ringley's? It's is, Wrigley's. It's Wrigley's? Wrigley's? Is it? Ringley's? I thought it was Ringley's. It's Wrigley's. 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 You're going to get canceled. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely no, not. just for calling plants hermaphrodites. <laughs> okay, but well. to be fair, I thought about both parts <laughs> and I was like, they could pollinate each other and make another little plant baby. Okay. I don't know. That's okay. Asexual. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many days are there in February during a leap year, Amelia? 31, 32? I don't know. <laughs> 29. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's why people only have a days, birthday. Listen, 30 days have September, April, June, and November. The rest have 31, except for February, which has 28, except when it's leap year and it gives it 29. What month? That sounded like you were speaking a whole different language. What that was so fast. Days? No months. No months. Oh, no months, no months. Zero. Zero. Okay. That's why people only have a birthday every four years, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I know it now. There you go. So, yeah. So leap years every four years on an even year. So it was 2012, 16, 20, 24. This is leap year. Oh, so someone will have a birthday this year. Yes, they will. Oh, it's nice. Leap year this year. Leap year. Wow. I love wow. that for them. Heads up. Get ready for next month. All right. Well, who's the winner? <laughs> Duh. You. Winner, winner, the chicken boys. dinner. <laughs> Alex is the winner. So you get to choose the category for next week. Which is going to be what? It's Jersey gonna Shore. Be reality TV from, you know, 2010, 2015 and before. Jersey Shore. Let's do Jersey Shore. Okay. Let's do Jersey fucking Shore. Let's go. Let's go, bitches. <laughs> Amelia's like, I got this. I'll I win. got it. I didn't miss an episode. <laughs> Me neither. Amelia's about to go back and watch all the episodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to miss it all because I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So here it 
trivia first. Next week's hot seat trivia. Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore, Shore trivia. <laughs> Polly D was just here. What's he DJ? doing? Oh, is DJ he really Polly, an actual Polly one? He's from yeah. Rhode Island, by the way. Is he? How do you not know him? He was just right here on Queen Night. Oh. We should have linked up with him. We should have. What the heck? Next but, time. Dang. All right, DJ Polly D, next time. <laughs> Come on over. <laughs> Hit us up on Instagram, Resilient AF3. <laughs> no, for real. Hit us up on Instagram. What kind of trivia should we do? What kind of um, category should we do? You know, not stupid ones like like what kind of cars and what kind of brands. Ew, I hate cereal. What? Yeah. Okay, girl, bye. I don't like cereal. Canceled. Yeah, no, I fucking hate cereal. That is weird because I have a friend who told me recently that he's never had cereal. Ever? And I was ever, and I was like, I'm sorry, what? I literally woke up in the middle of the night this week, maybe on Friday or Saturday or one of these days, just to go get a box of cinnamon that, toast crunch. Oh hell yeah! And I love that shit up in the Oh middle fuck of the night yeah! Tricks, Captain Crunchberries, ew, um, Cracklin Oat Bran. That's oh. disgusting. I like kicks. Bunches of oats. Woo! Jack's I like kicks. Favorite cereal. Puffs or um, cinnamon toast crunch. Cinnamon yeah. toast cinnamon, crunch. Cinnamon toast crunch tastes very good, but now nowadays it tastes kind of fake. Oh, oh. my gosh! Like chemicals. So the same box that I bought. The first bowl tasted disgusting, like chemicals or something. I'm like, what the? Hell it is, is not this? like it was back in the day. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, yeah. But hit us up on Instagram if you guys have any feedback from us. Go rate the podcast on Apple and Spotify. Thank you. Please and thank you. And leave a comment and a yes. review. Yeah. Yes. We and, love that. You know, good or bad, just if it's bad, send it to me. You know, don't let Amelia see it because she gets offended. Not offended. No, it's she fine. Gets... I'm not offended anymore. I don't care. Oh, good. All publicity is good publicity. Yes. That's yeah. what I like to hear. Yeah. I love it. The bad bitch is back. I'm telling you, the depression is gone. Oh, hell We're yeah. Good. All right. Yeah. Well, then love I'll it. show you the bad comments if we get any. Yeah, do it. Oh. Here is that one comment. What? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Like they pass on conspiracies as if it's real news. They said oh, put yeah. down the tarot card and <laughs> pick up a newspaper. I was cracking up <laughs> laughing at that. Thank you. Oh, my God. All right. You can also follow us individually. I'm at that Dreas. I'm at Amelia Jackson 94. I'm at Bennett Nose. And we hope you have a good week. Bye. Peace. Bye.